This is the OMA podcast. On this podcast, you will find great ideas from industry experts in the commercial office space to make sure that your next project goes a little better. We'll be trying to share great ideas, insights from careers dedicated to making the commercial process a little better. I hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening to the OMA podcast. I've got a great, great guest today. Jamie Harvey is, is on. Jamie is actually on staff with OMA, and we're going to pick his brain on all things moving. We're going to go deep on his experiences uh, with, with JLL, amazing experiences of having his own company, and how does he kind of bring those to give us some great tips today on just, hey, we're going to dig into all kinds of stuff, Jamie. So uh, without further ado, Jamie Harvey with OMA, thanks for taking time out of your day. Thanks, Mike. I love being here. Well, be careful because I might ask you a tough question. You may, you may not love it because I want you to, to answer a tough question. And I don't know what the question is yet, but we're going to learn something today. We're all, we're all going to learn something. Jamie, talk us through like, you know, how did you get here? I know you, uh, you, you were part of the Maryland Fear the Turtle family. So how did you get from Maryland to this great job with OMA? Uh, the Mighty Terrapins, yeah. Uh, I started out of college working in the defense industry, believe it or not. Um, I worked for a company where we were refurbishing attack class submarines, the 688 class. I uh, did that for a couple of years. Um, then I moved over to Booz Allen and Hamilton, was a management consultant. I was assigned to wonderful jobs, the Navy, EPA, cleaning up Superfund sites, and then grew tired of it, believe it or not. So I I wanted to get into sales. It was something that's always interested me. And I went into electronic um, security sales. Did that for a number of years, working up the ladder. And then once your product, when Google came along and your product's on Google, we were such a commodity that I decided to make a drastic switch. And I joined Jones Lang LaSalle where I had a friend and I joined the corporate real estate world. And it, it's really changed my life where I spent 10 years, uh, grew the business from a regional market-centric business. We had less than 10 people. When I left, we had over 300 people. Uh, we went from 2 million to close to $50 million in revenue uh, for that practice. Uh, so then I branched out. I started my own PM firm, uh, ran into some headwinds, decided to get back into what I really love doing, what I'm passionate for, and that is enterprise sales. So I joined back in with commercial moving and storage and never looking back. Oh, that's, that's really cool. All right. So Jamie, what did you do with submarines? Well, we refurbished them. I worked for a company that took aging submarines and literally would, would get them ready for service again. The best part of the job was I worked with a bunch of Navy submarine guys, Uh, just a tough, fun band of guys. Uh, we would go golfing together. We would, uh, I had them over to my house for parties. I was just a young guy out of college, but those guys, those guys rocked. Uh, yeah, I have a, I, I'm an Auburn graduate and we have a, a really proud Naval ROTC program at Auburn. And one of my buddies ended up going to uh, become a nuclear engineer and lived on a submarine for six years out of school. Those guys he, are the toughest of the tough. Uh, actually his, his job is even cooler. 
that submarine's job was just their only responsibility was to take around a SEAL team. That's all they did. They wow. literally were transportation for a SEAL team. And that's all we're going to talk about because that's all he could talk about because we're going to stop <laughs> right there. So, um, so then you do that. So you go to JLL. Jamie, what are you doing? Like, what was your main responsibility when you're at JLL? Well, we worked within corporate solutions. So uh, our focus was to support the PMs, the FMs, whenever there was a, a move focus to a, a project or a program, uh, they would bring our team in and we would take care of all those moving parts and challenges. Uh, that's where I, I grew to have thick skin. You know, it's, there's nothing off the table that we can't approach and handle and solution. So it's, it's difficult work and not many people survive it. Well, okay. So obviously you, you survived it. Um, you made it like, what are some of the things when you're going deep into the whole breadth of what you're doing there at JLL? Like what, talk to me about, uh, obviously it was super nuts, but walk us through, like, what were some of the things that you guys would manage? Well, we would have clients, major law firms, headquarters, you know, here in the Washington DC region where the project was a complete uh, 18 months where, where JLL would be involved. Our piece would come in the last few months, but it's the piece that everyone remembers. It's the piece that touches every employee and the part that really can make or break the whole project. So often we would come in and sometimes the client would have negative thoughts about certain uh, aspects of the project, but our team would come in and with great diplomacy, firmness, knowledge, we would, we would correct that and really end that project with exceptional outcome. All right. So you said, you know, it, it's a win or loss, right? So things are either going to turn out great or not. So Jamie, what are some of the keys to making sure that it comes out on the win side, that it comes out on the positive side when it comes to projects? I think it's uh, having the, the dedication to do the, the pre-work, you know, to, well, First off is, is understanding the challenges and truly understanding what to anticipate as well, but also doing the pre-work and making sure you're set up to succeed and often also hiring the right people with the right skills is, is also a big part of it. It's hard work. It's after hours, it's weekend, it's, it's not in the best of conditions. So really you have to have a a positive spirit. You got to want to please people and love customer service. All right. I'm going to go deeper. So now we're into the pre-work. You kind of tucked. I, I think you're right. I mean, I think everybody listening to this, you know, what's the saying? If you fail to plan, you plan to fail, right? So when, let's get a little more granular when it comes to pre-work, Jamie. What are some keys to pre-work? What are some key things that whether you're a, a, a a construction manager, or even if you're a CEO, listen to this, right? You're kind of, you got a, a job coming up, right? When it comes to pre-work, what are some things that I should be, or rocks I should be looking underneath? What are some things I should be looking for before I go into a project, before we get started? I think the key is, I, I love being a truth teller and I ask difficult questions and I also ask a lot of questions. So it, it's not being scared to look like you don't understand something, it's really you're drilling down to get to the bones of it and helping your client understand that and also holding their hands to the fire so they make decisions in a timely manner that allows you to then create a solution for it. So you can't have, make changes all the way up into the 12th hour. That's, that's your, you're gonna fail. It's really difficult to be successful in that. So it's also being a firm diplomat and sort of, 
making sure that the, the sequence of events is happening when they should be happening. Mm, that's pretty good. I guess that that's kind of nice because having, you know, a couple decades of experience of, of project management and seeing things, I think that is the key is like, um, you talk about the 11th hour, you know, making changes then. I think having conversations earlier and making sure those don't happen, they're still going to happen. I mean, you and I both know um, there's, there's going to be the 11th hour change, but the, the, the more you can minimize those, the better, right, Jamie? And that's when you really earn the trust of a client. You know, it's that, it's that call uh, that it's that one in the morning. It's a difficult situation. The elevator just broke. Uh, you're trying to scramble a technician on site or the doors won't secure or whatever the case is. You just have to figure it out. All right. Well, I, I like that because you want your 11th hour changes to be, hey, can we move this sofa from here to there versus can we move that wall from here to there? Because it sure is easier to move furniture than it is to move walls, right? Absolutely. All right. So talk to us, like, what's, what's your main responsibility? You have a cool title, right? Workplace Program Solutions at OMA. Walk us through kind of like, what are your responsibilities now? Like, what, what do you bring to the table uh, at, at your new position? I work directly for the OMA platform, which allows me to work with all our member partners. And I'm working with their sales teams and their operations. So I'm trying to raise the level of the ocean so all the ships from our member organizations can rise as well. So it's, it's really a beautiful position in that I don't have to take credit for wins. I can push the wins to my members. But I'm also focused on our direct sales and, you know, have certain clients that I'm now focused on where I'm really trying to help them use us more effectively. And, and I'm learning as well every day, something new, but it's also working within our client's business culture. That's really, really interesting to me because I don't want to have any thoughts that we're overlapping with what they do, but we truly support and we are a service that makes them look better and function better. Okay. Well, you made the jump. You decided to come to OMA. And what was it about the platform that you liked, that you're willing to say, hey, I, I want to invest my career into this? What was it about the platform that you, you liked so much, Jamie? You know, everyone talks about innovation and everyone thinks innovation is a product. But for me, it's a business concept that became a reality. So over a decade ago, uh, the concept of an alliance of market best moving and storage companies was, was really, it's been done in the past, but it was always done from a sales centric uh, side of things. With OMA, it's owner led, it's 60 plus market best moving and storage companies all over the world, um, bringing in over a billion dollars um, collectively, but it's just a better way to service national and global clients. It's being able to have a clean transfer between a headquarters location in Maryland to a satellite office in Texas. And it's working with these different members, our partners, that it's seamless. And we have technology that glues it together. And we have protocols that sort of are instrumental into having everyone function as one. It's really okay. a beautiful concept. All right, good. So if someone was going to invite Jamie Harvey to, you know, sort of pick his brain on a project, why would they do it? Like, why, why do we want, 
And it's cliche to say trusted advisor, but I'm going to ask the question anyway, right? Why do we want Jamie Harvey as a trusted advisor on our next project? I have a proven track record. People don't understand what they don't know. And there are inherently a lot of challenges with every project. Um, they, it's very difficult to make sure that you are mitigating against risk and that you are planning for the, for the unknown. So with, with what I bring, I've been through these fires and I have a pretty good track record of overcoming and, and making successful outcomes. And really I'm most proud of having clients that have stayed with me, you know, the loyalty, they have uh, uh, the trust I have built up uh, because of being there for them is to me the nicest part of my job. Well, that's cool. Uh, you know, what's funny, and you, you could probably um, commiserate with me. Sometimes the most loyal clients are there is because things went sideways and you made them straight again. You know, like I actually one of my favorite clients ever is a JLL guy. And, um, and 12 years ago, Something went sideways on an early little project and I showed up on a Saturday and I made things right. I, I had a shot at every single one of his projects as long as he's, he's been there. It, it's not pretty in the moment, but you're there. You know, you're present. You're taking on the responsibility to make it right. Yeah. And you're, you're making sure it is right. You know, here's the thing, Jamie. People just don't want to feel alone, right? They don't want to feel like they're the only one that, that cares about the project. They want to be surrounded by people that are like, yeah, you know what? It's my, it's my job. My job's on the line. Boy, wouldn't it be great if I had three vendors that actually had that same passion? You it's know, my that, job to make them look good. And I, you know, there's a there's a famous IFMA stat that if you were in charge of a move, there's a great chance that you're no longer with that firm. I mean, the percentages are crazy. So things do go haywire. I know. I just want, yeah, it is. It, being a facilities director, real estate manager, change management, there's all kinds of, I mean, that is, it is a challenging, challenging, you know, quest to, to go through. I've been a part of a lot of projects like that. And I've heard that a lot. You know, it's, it's almost like a lot of clients want to use it as their motto. Uh, a lot of vendors want to use a motto, basically like, hey, we help you keep your job, right? I mean, that's kind of, yeah, I think you, you can't nice say for- What's really nice for me is I've walked in their shoes and I know what their challenges are. I know the, the pressures on them. I'm on the vendor side now and I have the pointy stick. I can make stuff happen. I have the boots on the ground. I have the bricks and mortar facilities. So where before I was orchestrating and coordinating, now I can get done. So mm. I'm loving my position now supporting our clients. It is fun. It, it's fun being in a spot where you can be very generous. And, and I'm a huge fan of the, the OMA model um, after being on the furniture side. The idea of having, I just feel like with confidence, I, I wish I had known more about OMA even when I was selling furniture because I would have the confidence to look at a national, uh, someone who had a national platform and said, oh yeah, it's going to be the same solution whether we're in New York or in Philadelphia or in Dallas or in LA, like you're going to get amazing service in all these areas. And when I was in furniture, I'd look at people and go, Hey, we're all right. We're for in Atlanta, but. Mm. Yeah. And we're still evolving. We're, we're still becoming something that we won't be tomorrow that we are today. I mean, yeah. I, we're getting better and bigger and, and smarter. That's, uh, nice that's great. That's great. All right. So Jamie, a little bit more about you. Um, what I, I, I'm trying to figure out if you would actually be a Maryland fan in anything. I'm guessing they're probably good in lacrosse 
but um, if you had to pick, wait, what, what part of, where are you right now, Jamie? Where are you? In I'm the in world? Bethesda, Maryland. You are in Bethesda, Maryland. If I was going to go get, what's Maryland good for? Crabs, right? Is it crabs? Blue crabs. If I was going to go get blue crabs, where are we going? Where are we going for blue crabs? Uh, we would probably go to Cantler's in Annapolis, or I have my favorite um, in Ocean City, Best Crabs. It's a silly name, but they have the best crabs. All right, Ocean City, Maryland. We're going to Best Crabs. And where are we going in Annapolis? We're going to go to Cantler's. Okay. Perhaps. Yeah. All right, good. Well, we got to put them in the show notes because I next time I'm up there, um, we are going to definitely have to go get some blue crabs together. Okay, Jamie? I've made that promise to a lot of people, so I'm ready. All right, brother. All right, thanks for your time. Really enjoyed it. You are a absolute uh, value to anybody that brings you in on projects. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the OMA podcast. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, take a minute to like and share the podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about OMA, go to officemovingalliance.com.